Rise and shine, you Syracuse superfans. It's time to pour yourself a tall, delicious glass of orange fizz. Syracuse recruiting news, insider information, latest SU buzz. The Syracuse blogosphere comes to life on the central New York airwaves. It's Fizz Radio. Syracuse football is perfect in the Carrier Dome so far this season. 4-0 the record on the home turf for the Orange. But it's going to be a hard challenge this week for the Syracuse team to continue that trend. As number 22 NC State, the Wolfpack, is visiting Central New York 7 p.m. on Saturday. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Edelstein here on the Orange Fizz pregame podcast as Syracuse football will take on NC State 7 p.m. in the Carrier Dome on Saturday. Syracuse is coming off a week where it won in overtime. Double overtime, as a matter of fact. And it was a really important win. Two of the big reasons we spoke about of to why that win was so crucial for the Orange, are that finally Syracuse got that fifth win. They've been trying to get past that marker. The last time they did was 2013 when they made it to their last bowl game. And since then, it was a 3-9 and nine season and then three straight 4-8 and eight seasons to start off the end of Scott Schaefer's time at the helm for the Orange and the first two years of Dino Babers, the time when he said the cake was baking and slowly and slowly and slowly it looked like the Orange were getting closer. Well, now five wins is a tangible improvement over two straight four and eight seasons under Babers, three in a row, getting closer to bowl eligibility, the prized possession of a football squad trying to make its way back. The other side to that was that Syracuse avoided another punch-to-the-gut kind of loss, where Syracuse started out 4-0 on the season, winds up playing number 3 Clemson and leading for a significant portion of the time, dropping it at the last minute of the game, just completely the end, the last seconds, Syracuse was fighting back and wound up getting the loss there. And then Syracuse goes to play Pittsburgh, a team it looked like it could have beaten. They had their lead. Give up a field goal to Pittsburgh, eventually letting them tie the game in the fourth quarter, going to overtime, and then Pittsburgh scores the touchdown. Eric Dungy's intercepted on the first overtime drive, and that's the end of that one as well. Literally two games, two losses in a row at the last minute. So Syracuse goes on the bye week, really works on some of these things, and then plays a 1-4 in North Carolina Tar Heels team that came to the Carrier Dome just last week and did not start out too strong. They they had the lead eventually, and then wound up giving that one up too. North Carolina winds up tying it. They go to overtime. They both score touchdowns. They go to double overtime, and Syracuse is finally able to get that win, avoid giving up another game, a loss, where they had a lead. So they get the win. They avoid that. They're 5-2. and two. Those are the two sides. Now, who is NC State coming into this game? Well, NC State, a pretty powerful team. They start off 5-0, and and then last week get their first loss of the season. It was a 41-7 loss to Clemson. Number three, Clemson. They're still up there. NC State currently ranked number 22. So it kind of just shows how the top 25, 25 best teams in the country, according to the AP poll, there still is that big disparity between the higher echelon elite, elite teams at the top And then your teams who are still ranked that are closer to the bottom. So NC State, a very, very powerful team. But Clemson just showing just how much better and stronger they are. They they really 
demolish NC State last week. 41-7 is is absolutely no joke, for, especially for an NC State team that started out 5-0 and and had scored a minimum of 24 points per game on the season, three out of the five games winding up scoring 35 or more. So that's just an explanation of just how powerful NC State has been against opponents so far throughout the 2018 season. Something that's interesting to note, though, is that Syracuse was able to stay in the game they played against Clemson about a month ago now, all the way until the end. They wound up falling behind early in that game. It was actually the the first time this season that they were trailing in a game up to that point. They wind up fighting their way back, and they're ahead, they're ahead, they're ahead, they're making plays. And once again, it was at the end, the very end, where it all fell apart. So Syracuse was able to stay up to pace and was just so close to beating the number three Clemson team, a team that NC State was completely destroyed by. So that should be a point of hope for Syracuse fans going into this game, that Syracuse was able to keep up with an opponent that completely destroyed NC State just last week. Not saying that Syracuse is going to be this all-powerful team that shows up and destroys NC State now, but it gives a little bit more hope than when you just look at the paper that NC State is ranked 22nd in the country. Syracuse, not, not a ranked team, behind that still hasn't made it to that ranked echelon. And some people would say that, that there's no way that, you know, this ranked team's coming in, Syracuse, you know, what can they do? But as of late... Of course, Syracuse able to keep up with Clemson this year, beat the ranked Clemson last year, beat the ranked Virginia Tech the year before. So this is no giveaway game. This is no, oh, we're definitely going to lose. And as Dino Babers is constantly saying, he prepares his team and they go out there and play so that they have a chance. It's not about who the better team on paper is. It's about who the better team that day is. And Syracuse In the Carrier Dome, a place where they have done so well since the opening of the stadium, let alone recently, let alone this season, where they still have not had a loss on home turf. And when you're looking at the importance of this game, outside of the box of just getting the win this week, there's a bigger picture of Syracuse finally getting that sixth win again, and therefore being bowl eligible. So even with a tough opponent coming into the Carrier Dome, you know that Syracuse has played well inside of that building. But there are really hard teams. NC State is, again, not any kind of giveaway team. This is going to be an exciting game, a game where Syracuse really needs to show all of its cards and will, depending on the outcome, will show really what they're capable of going toward this last part of the season, this last quarter of the season, where they try and make their final run and make their statement on what 2018 will go down in history as. But they're hard teams. This week, it's NC State, and in two weeks from now, it's going to be Louisville, who's not as strong as maybe they used to be in the past. There's no more Lamar Jackson running around everywhere, but it's still a challenging ACC team, and Syracuse needs to just show where its caliber is. There's no guarantee that they're going to be winning on the road either. The road has been a struggle for Syracuse in the past and recently. The Carrier Dome is so good for them, but the road just seems to throw them off guard. And you look ahead at their schedule after this NC State game. They have Wake Forest next week, which if you remember last year, was not the it did not go the way that Syracuse 
really had planned it to. Wake Forest comes in and just demolished the the orange. Read options all over the place. Fourth down plays. It it did not look good for Syracuse. Louisville the week after that at home. Then on the road for the final two. Notre Dame and Boston College. Notre Dame at MetLife Stadium in the past. Yankee Stadium this year. Really high stakes. And Notre Dame's been pretty good at finding a way to, to come against the orange and, and get the wins. And then Boston College, a team that started out this season ranked. No joke to mess around with, even though they're not ranked now. Syracuse has somewhat of a challenge. And when you try and, and get that sixth win, you wonder where is it going to come? The schedule doesn't really seem that easy. There's no specific game. You're not looking at it like you looked at last week against North Carolina and said, okay, Syracuse should win. You're not looking at it like you looked at Connecticut back in September saying, okay, Syracuse should win against UConn, and they did. And it's definitely not a Western Michigan or Wagner kind of situation where they started off the season non-conference. These are five hard conference games that are going to be played. And so this home field advantage, along with the momentum that Syracuse is carrying up to this point, are really going to be crucial when looking at this NC State game and trying to get that sixth win and finally get past that threshold. Now, the last time Syracuse had six wins was in 2013. They wound up with seven wins, and that season they wound up making their previous bowl. There's also some connection there with NC State. The one win in history that Syracuse has against NC State out of the 11 total games they've ever played against each other also was in 2013. It was a 24-10 victory in which the Orange ran for 362 yards. That's the most Syracuse has ever run in an ACC game to date. In 2013, the team was different than it was this year. The 2013 Syracuse Orange did not start out well. That week seven win over NC State was only their third win of the season to bring them back to 500 record at three and three. This year, Syracuse starting out strong, looking for their sixth win. There's an entirely different momentum around what this program is about, something that Dino Babers has been working for for all of these years, something Syracuse has been looking for. And so it comes down to not the history of what happened, not the one win over those 11 games. And it's not about necessarily looking ahead at at what's to come. It's not looking at Wake Forest next week or Louisville the week after that or whatever else is to come in the future. It's looking at today's game, and that's what's really important. As far as personnel goes, Ryan Finley, still the quarterback for NC State, saw him last year. He was someone who's really leading this team. He was a fiery quarterback in 2017. This year, he's already leading his team to a season that they are proud of, and they're going to come in expecting to do damage against Syracuse. Ryan Finley being the one guy at quarterback throwing the ball, NC State utilizes two different rushers back and forth, so two guys that Syracuse will have to look out for. That's both Reggie Gillespie and Ricky Person, and those two have combined for the, the leading running game on the ground for the Wolfpack. As far as Syracuse's personnel goes, the big story revolves around the quarterback. Syracuse took Eric Dungy out of the last game, putting Tommy DeVito in. It was a move that seemed to kickstart the Syracuse offense back into gear in order to get the game 
tied up again, go into overtime, and then eventually get the win. You expect that Eric Dungy is going to be starting this game. It's his fourth year. He's been widely successful throughout all four of those years. Syracuse kind of has this two-quarterback thing going on, but it's Eric Dungy who will be starting this game. He's the starter for the Orange. It's a ranked opponent that Syracuse is going to have to set a precedent against. And so he's the one, naturally, that will go back in. It's When you get later in these games, when you're looking for the change in pace, when you feel like the momentum isn't in your favor, or you just need to sling the ball down the field a little bit more because that's DeVito's specialty, that's when you put Tommy DeVito into the game. So you expect to see Eric Dungy starting. He did not lose his starting job throughout the last game, even though things weren't working out perfectly for Syracuse. It's a lot of different aspects coming together into one in order to make these decisions. And in no way is it a bad thing that Syracuse has two quarterbacks. If you have two quarterbacks that are able to get the job done, that's better than having zero, not having a quarter, a backup quarterback, not having a quarterback at all. It's a really good situation, and you'd rather be making those hard decisions of, oh, which of my two excellent guys am I going to put in now than saying, oh man, we have no one to get the job done. To start the game, though, Eric Dungy is the guy that you'll go to in this situation today. So it's 7 p.m. in the Carrier Dome on Saturday against NC State. Syracuse football looking for that sixth win, the prized possession of a bowl-eligible season. Will they get it done? Well, we'll find out a little bit later. For now, keep up to date with Syracuse football, all the latest news at orangefizz.net, and also keep following us at orangefizz on Twitter as well as on Facebook. Once again, my name is David Edelstein here for the Orange Fizz pregame podcast, and we'll speak with you after the game.